320 start. Uh, it's I just, can't wait for this game. It's going to be just, huge. I mean, the rivalry, and it's just been built again yep. and again. Like even the round 23 clash last year yep. was just incredible. You know, the you know how Collingwood won that is just still. Well, they're showing how they won it. Well, that's right. They're good. They are good. Um, but to talk about glories of the past <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Iconic um, moments. Iconic moments in footy, folklore and history. When men were men. <laughs> all that. We've got triple premiership superstar from the Carlton Football Club and he coached St Kilda for a little bit too. That's Kenny Sheldon. Get again. Yeah, good, good evening, Jack. Good evening, Wazza. Yeah, Thank you so much for joining us, mate. Tell us. Well, I just we, we want to touch on, because this is uh, sort of topical at the minute, um, I'm not too sure. Have you seen the new footage that has emerged, uh, thanks to the ABC, of the famous Wayne Harms hit to you in the 79 Grand Final? Have you seen that new footage? Yes, I have. I was uh, lucky enough to watch it on the news, I think, last night or the night before. That was yeah, pretty interesting. It's good. Good thing to settle that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, I don't know whether it's kept you awake all this time, but uh, oh, it apparently mate, it looks I'm, like the ball's yeah. in. That's right. I'm bald head and grey hair for all. That's probably the major reason, I reckon. Worried about <laughs> if that was in or out all those years. Kenneth, was it here? I mean, that, that footage looks a little... I don't know, manipulated maybe, but I'd like to sort of go back to my career and manipulate a few little <laughs> bits and pieces, but is it... <laughs> whatever they do nowadays. Yeah, perhaps some dodgy... Do you reckon, was Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It looks a bit... short for Warren and you are a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I've copped that a bit in my time, yes. You wouldn't have heard that before, either. No, no, I didn't, no. no. <laughs> you, you've, you've come up with a fresh hit now. Ken... Obviously, those uh, those Carlton Collingwood moments, and we talk about the, the last time they played was a ripping game, and we know this one's going to be just as good. Um, was it like super real for you in your playing days? It was. It was always in in my day the VFL. It was when it first started in 1970. When I first started, 77, and it was Collingwood that were the major rivals, along with Richmond at Essendon. And uh, in later years, obviously Geelong, and then um, Hawthorne has been um, continued. But Collingwood's always been uh, a major, major, major in in the year. We were playing them at Victoria Park, and your listeners that might have been to Victoria Park to witness a game of footy. It was uh, a huge day out, and uh, as it was at um, at Princess Park, which is Carlton's foot home ground. Um, and then, of course, in September, you met uh, Collingwood at, at the MCG, which is, uh, you know, when, when you're inducted to Carlton, you were said, uh, taught to be able to play well at home, play well at, um, at uh, Victoria Park and uh, at Windy Hill, but particularly play well at the MCG. If you could do that, where you might have had... 14 or 15 good games for the year, so you were a pretty, uh, pretty highly thought of. Yeah. Collingwood, Collingwood was uh, certainly, and still is, you know, one of the major features of the calendar. And you had a ripping team back then when you were playing. Uh, some of the guys you played with, uh, who, who was sort of, who was your favourite, and uh, and. And some of the yeah, sort of special well, moments. Harms was an enormous player. Uh, he won a Norm Smith medal at 19 years of age. Jimmy Buckley won a, uh, you know, a Carlton Western Chair at 22 years of age. Like, they were magnificent players that come in at the same time as me. 
Um, Jimmy played as a 16-year-old in 76. I oh. played as a 17-year-old in 77. And Wayne Holmes played the actual last game of the 1977 season, but really got cracking in 1978 and 1979. Um, now, we had a lot of players from Bendigo, um, Peter McConville, uh, Rod Ashman, um, those type of players. We had Alex Marcu that come along from Thomastown. Um, and, and, you know, that was on top of the the um, the regular player, like the champions of the day, like your Barry Armstrongs, Trevor Keos, Bruce Dools, Alex Jezelenko's, those type of players, with, with David Mackay's, just mm. Southies, you know, like some of the Curly Austins, like some of the iconic and best players ever to play the game. And then sort of after 79 and 80, Phil Malin come along and then they recruited Kenny Hunter and Peter Bogosta and uh, sort of took off again in 1981 and 1982 under David Parkin. Um, so, you know, Collingwood in 1979, we were able to defeat by five points and then they were able to give me probably at that stage in my life the second best day of my life uh, when we beat them again in 1981. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> now, can you, like, just... just... Talk, talk us through it, all your memories of that that incident with Wayne Harms and the tap on. Like, could you believe? Like, are you still amazed that he made it there and the initiative to smash it back to you in the goal square? No, no, I'm actually not. It, um, um, Wayne Harms is a player that could. We had two or three in our side that could jump their own height uh, and Ooh. could explode very quickly over a 10, 15 metre uh, distance, 20, 25 metre distance. He was just a supremely explosive athlete. And um, when he, if you like, buggered up that kick, like he, if he had hit me on the chest early, in the first instance, <laughs> we might have been telling him with my four or five goals and we wouldn't be talking about it. But, um, but he buggered it up and he knew he'd buggered it up and he just exploded after the football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my part in that was to, to continue running my path because... I just said, well, if he's going to be good enough to do that, I've got to be good enough not to move. Yes. Sorry. Oh, you just dropped out there, Yeah, you're Ken. just dropping out a little bit. Are you there? Get back on now. Yeah, yeah dear. Oh, we yeah. just missed the, the final bit of that answer. But oh, it, it, it's just an extraordinary piece of play. And, like, I mean... Like, did you, did you realise how iconic it was after the, like, straight after the game? Were there people just still in disbelief that it happened? Ah. Are you there, Ken? At some point, you know, yeah. in the last probably five years, it's dissipated a bit, yeah. but it does come up every time Carlton play Collingwood or Collingwood plays Carlton. You know, it, it is in every narrative of every every time we're talking. Yeah. Still dropping in yeah, and out a bit, we, mate. We uh, might need you to move a, a bit to it unless uh, we might have to call him back. Um, are you there, Ken? Yeah, we we might have to we might have to call Ken back. Uh, interesting chat. Cause I'm it was, glad he's seen it. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> well, that's right. Because it would be Call nothing. me a rabbit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He should. We might get to a break, was yes, uh, and then uh, we'll go down the hole. We'll, go, we'll try again <laughs> with Ken Sheldon.
And you're back on the sport, Jack and Was here. We've also we've tracked we've got Ken back on the phone. Hopefully he's in a better spot. Um hopefully the telecommunication. Sounded like he was going down a rabbit hole there, mate. <laughs> Long way up at a tricky here, mate. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, very nice. Find you. oh very Chuka nice. Yeah, the mighty Moama Magpies. Nice place of the world. Yeah, it is. It is, was. Yeah, you'd be there. Get, get up here on the water skis, mate. You'd be good at that. Yeah. <laughs> you would you be. Have seen a rabbit on water skis. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, where we, we were at the. So, we dropped out when you were explaining the last play and and how and how memorable it was. Like, did you did you know at the at the time or straight after the game that it was so iconic? You don't realise that at the time, Jack, but no. um, you knew it was pretty significant. Like, it was a pretty special sort of, uh, you know, a, 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 well, a exhibition of athleticism, which, it, you know, right at a critical time of the game, like, you know, it was, it was pretty enormous to uh, witness it. So you knew it was part of something pretty special, but obviously not to continue on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> um, you know, it, which it's, it's just uh, built its own sort of... Um, Oh, well put place in the game, you yeah. know, but it's representative of Wayne Harms just brilliance as a as a an athlete, as a footballer. Like he was explosive, jump his own height, above his own height, he could run, you know, as quick as anyone over the first fifteen metres. And was just uh, you know, just an enormous player for Carlton Football Club during those years. And post footy, um what what about your coaching career? Did 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 you have someone that you were coaching that, you know, perhaps was a bit like a Wayne Harms or something, but you, but just didn't quite get there, or someone that you also found oh, really special? Well, we had someone that was a bit like Wayne Harms, which didn't get there very much. He's probably the best player I've ever seen play the game, and that was Tony Lockett. Yeah. Um, you know, he was just an enormous uh, player. I played alongside him for three years and coached him for four. Yeah. Um, you know, he was uh, a match winner in his own right, and he, like Harms, drew, drew them through the turnstiles just to watch uh, how good they were. You know, he, he was just just an enormous player. But, you know, to answer your question, a bloke probably um, that didn't quite cut it on, but, but played some real good footy, had 43 possessions in his first game, was a guy called Dean Grigg. Yep. Played for the Saints. Um, you know, he, he was an enormous player, but his body just wouldn't allow him to get um, uh, to the levels of fitness to uh, represent his talent. He kept breaking down, unfortunately, for Dino, but he, you know, he played some real good footy along the way. And back back on uh, Plugger as well, yeah. uh, coaching Plugger, what was what was that like? I mean, did you have to... Oh, every, every yeah. day was, you know, he, he, was, he was a truly... He was a fantastic player and a fantastic player, uh, part of the culture of the football club at, at St Kilda Football Club during those, um, those late 80s and early 90s. Um, you know, become an iconic player with Sydney as well, uh, all-time goal kicker. And, and he was mentored a bit in those days by all-time great goal kickers as well, holding the highest average in Peter Hudson. Um, Peter was my right-hand man at St Kilda and I was very fortunate to have him there. Uh, as, if you like, mine in a way. Um, and it was, um, we, we sort of had a great relationship. We had a wonderful captain in Ben Forby, uh, who, um, you know, was just so, so entrenched in the football and the, and the characteristics and the culture of the club that, um, like, it was a great place to be. And, um, you know, Stewie Lowe and mm. uh, David Grant and those type of blokes, um, you know, really played some great footy during those years and were able to play some finals footy. 
It was, it was an amazing season. I think it was your second season as coaches, St Kilda. I think Plugger goes down, uh, what, in the pre-season of 91. Uh, doesn't play the first uh, six weeks through injury. <laughs> and then uh, for the next I three weeks, he kicks 12, 10 and 12. <laughs> Pretty rare air, isn't it? <laughs> that must have been extraordinary to coach and just yeah, be... Yeah. like be, make you know, a move. They make a move. So what? <laughs> he ends up... Like, he missed the first six weeks of the year and then still kicks 127 for the year. Like, extraordinary. Oh, as I said, he, 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 like Wayne Harms, is an amazing player. And, um, you know, Harms is the most athletic I've ever played with. Lockett's the best I've ever played with. Lockett's the best I've ever seen. So, yeah. uh, you know, he was just just an all-time out and out. I'm so glad he won a Brownlow. Uh, you know, yeah. had, had, he not, uh, had he not got injured in a couple of those years, I'd probably... Been coaching, uh, mm. Jack. You know that's a difference it makes with the win-loss ratio to have a bloke that can yeah. well, play. It was the tip- typical St Kilda exit for you, wasn't it? I mean, you, you guys were on the way up, you were looking good, and then they got rid of you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just yeah, what St Kilda yeah. do. Well, well, you know, it's uh, this goes on and on, doesn't it? But yeah. um, that's life. Uh, that's life. But let me tell you, mate, you can't coach unless you've got good players, and, and Lockett was uh, it was a, a great player. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, yeah, what about the Blues now, mate? Uh, they're a bit up and down, aren't they? I mean, we, we spoke about last year's Round 23 clash and how Collingwood got you and uh, you missed out on finals by, you know, half a kick or whatever it was. And uh, this year it's a bit topsy-turvy at the minute. Um, how, how are you looking at the Blues? Yeah, well, Collingwood are playing with Sydney. They're playing together, like that's evident in the you know, they're great wins over the last year and a half. Like, you know, take your hat off to them. I'm not quite there at the moment. It just looks a little disjointed at times. And, um, you know, that's just as they continue to build, I suppose, to their master plan. So, the weekend's down on Sunday. We'll bring out, um, well, uh, as it always has, I suppose, for ever since I've been aware of the Cullen Collingwood clashes, it brings out something special in the change rooms and the build-up during the week. And I would expect Carlton to give a real good account of themselves. And uh, you know, their two forwards really stand up. Um, their midfielders really do um, really do something and, uh, and give Collingwood um, you know, a good, nice little tickle-up and, uh, and go away with the chocolates. Oh. And back up and running after that. Uh, I think it, it, it would be a, yeah. a good confidence you know, boost. You've got, you got to go into the game with a positive, but there, there would no question that the Supreme Court at the moment is they just continue to get um, PBs out of their players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just enormous to see, and uh, it's like it's really respect how they're doing it. and in, and enjoy how they're doing it, and uh, you know that's the lessons for um, for the mighty blues to be able to uh, to uh, that secret sauce. <laughs> the touch up. Oh, very good. Hey, Ken, we might have to leave it there, buddy. Um, it's been an absolute honour to chat uh, to you. Hopefully, uh, so good to hear that you're going so well and uh, you're killing it up there on the Murray. But I uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time. No, pleasure, Jack. Good on you, mate. Well done. Cheers, Wazza. Thanks, Kenny. You're a good man. Oh, fantastic. Triple Premiership superstar from the Mighty Blues, uh, Ken Sheldon there.